0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Storyteller Podcast, Kids Edition. My stories are best for kids who are probably four or five years of age and older, as they can get intense. But everyone is different, so I'll let your parents make that call. I wanted to remind all new listeners to start with episode one of Fauna. If you start here, it might be a little confusing. I also wanted to give a shout out to my Patreon supporters and their kids. Zuma said if he could turn into any animal, he'd transform into a cougar. Scout would turn into a black panther and little fox would turn into a fox. How fitting. What animal would you like to turn into? Have a big person send me a message on Instagram through at Adam James Books. By the way, I wanted to let you all know that my dream is to turn this story into a TV series. And I'm here now in Los Angeles, starting the process of making that dream a reality. Now let's pick up where we left off inside the sea with the mermaids on the beautiful world of Fauna. Fauna, The Animal King, Episode 5, The Island Fortress. I did as the mermaid queen suggested and turned into the fastest sea animal, a black marlin. The army of mermaids and mermen simultaneously turned and pointed towards the palace door we had originally come through. I swam towards the doorway, moving through the water much easier than when I was a sperm whale. One of the mermaids passed in front of me and took the lead. It looked like the same one I had met before, but she shot ahead of me as fast as a lightning bolt, so it was hard to tell. I never knew mermaids were so quick, but I guess I didn't even know they existed until today. The rest of the mermaid army followed behind in a two-by-two formation until we finished passing through the main underwater avenue and reached the hidden golden doorway, which opened as we neared. Once we were outside in the open water, the mermaids all locked arms as we swam and created a giant protective circle around me. They were all glowing, and it seemed like the faster they moved, the brighter they shined. I didn't see any sharks. I think they were terrified. I'm not surprised, after seeing how the mermaids defeated them so easily before. The evil Queen Fora is desperate, and is using her dark magic to control the weeds of the sea. Ah, uh, okay, Well, what should I do? Nothing. Her darkness is no match for our light. She usually doesn't invade our waters. That's why the island fortress is so safe. This is her last-ditch effort to capture you before you reach Chateauneuf. I looked down towards the deep and saw the seafloor was now completely covered in ugly, greenish-brown seaweed that quickly started to sprout and grow towards us. We were moving so fast at over 80 miles per hour, but even as we did, more seaweed reached out up ahead. It hurried towards us, and I was nervous for a second until I saw the mermaids easily cutting it down with their glowing swords and spears. There was so much of the seaweed that some of it got past their weapons and grabbed onto the mermaid's legs, arms, and tails. Luckily, whenever it did, the seaweed would instantly burn off and scream out in a high-pitched hiss. Emmy Rose swam next to me in the circle, unbothered by the invading darkness. When the takes control of Plats. their life force dies and the dark magic turns their color to dirty green. it happens to animals too. it starts with a dark ring around their eyes and then spreads throughout their body like a plague eventually they are consumed by darkness and their soulless bodies turn to muck. oh that's terrible Is there a way to turn them back and release the Evil Queen's hold on them? Not that we know of. All hope is on you and your queen. My queen? Yes, the Animal Queen is coming. Only together will you be strong enough to defeat Queen Thora. What? What queen? Who is she? Where is she from? How old is she? Look. We have arrived. The shores of Chateauneuf are there. Jump out of the water and onto the sand. We will circle the island and destroy the invading seaweed. Good luck, young king. Go now. I swam as fast as I could. When I was nearly at the shore, I jumped out of the water towards the land. As I flew through the air, I transformed back into my boy form before ruling on the sand. I quickly stood up and looked out into the clear ocean and could see the brightness of the mermaids underwater. I could tell they were battling the seaweed and saw many lights shoot off in both directions around the island. I turned around to see where I was. In front of me were tall cliffs. I seemed to be in a secluded cove of some type. Down the beach was a small wooden boat that had been left on the sand, so I decided to walk that way. Hmm. There's no one here. I need to get up to the top of these cliffs. Oh, it looks like a pathway over there. Not far from where the boat was abandoned, there was a narrow, steep trail that crisscrossed up the cliffs. As I got closer to the top, I could hear people. I was out of breath, but finally reached the top. There in front of me was a massive stone wall, at least 40 feet high. It was covered in yellow and purple flowered ivy. Spread across the top of the wall stood soldiers with spears, pikes, and crossbows. They all wore silver armor and helmets with dark green uniforms. Before the wall were many people, like me, who were walking in both directions. Some carried wooden carts with vegetables and varied goods. Others rode horses and donkeys. Um, uh, excuse me, sir, excuse me what is it boy how do i get inside the walls where have you been the castle grounds are sealed off the animal king is supposed to arrive any moment now the sunday market has been moved to the area outside the southern wall oh okay but where is the main gate to get inside
1: the walls you don't know where the main gate is it's that way around the northeast corner okay thank you But they won't let you in! They're only letting in lords and ladies!
0: I hurried off in the direction the man had pointed. Eventually the wall came to a bend, and I ran around it towards what looked like the main gate into the castle. Two guards with tall pikes stood in front of the huge wooden spiked doorway. When I got close to them, they put their pikes together, blocking my way. Halt, boy! No one may enter the castle grounds! But I'm the animal king! they're expecting me. Back away. I am a white tiger. Open the gate. The animal king has arrived. The tall green gate slowly cranked open. Inside was a spacious cobblestone courtyard, completely packed with animals of almost every type. They were all exceptionally large, almost as big as me. All at once, they bowed down their noses almost touching the ground. A narrow, dark green carpet with golden trim was already laid out. It divided the animals in half and led to a beautiful white stone palace with green shingled rooftops. Yellow and purple ivy covered the palace walls and towers. I stood there frozen, marveling at the sheer number of animals and the beautiful palace that stood in front of me every animal was about the same size. If I was to guess, I would say approximately the size of an elephant. I must have been standing there in amazement for too long because an enormous chipmunk slightly gestured towards the palace with his head as he smiled at me. No one moved. They all just continued to bow in silence as I walked along the carpet towards the palace doors. The doors then opened as I neared and out walked a tall woman with beautiful dark brown skin and long white hair that was being carried by a group of little monkeys behind her. The monkeys were dressed
1: in matching green uniforms and wore sparkling golden turbans. Welcome to Chateauneuf, young animal king. We have been expecting you. My name is Queen Lara, and I am the ruler of this little island. Almost all your lords and ladies have arrived. We will meet them later. First, you must need to rest. Please, follow me inside. I was so exhausted from all that
0: flying and swimming, so I didn't disagree. The queen then turned and walked back inside. I followed her. The little monkey squealed and ran up to the side
1: of her. Would you mind turning back into your boy form? I think you're making my little ones nervous.
0: I actually did want to eat them, but I knew that was my tiger instincts and not me and kept those thoughts to myself.
1: So it is true. You are but a boy. There is so much to teach you. We continued to walk through the spectacular palace. The ceilings
0: were so high and covered with paintings and murals that featured large wooden
1: ships, sea battles, many queens, and animals. This is only the second time in 3,000 years that an animal king has graced our tiny kingdom with his presence. In the past, Shetanuf was nothing but a sleepy merchant kingdom in the middle of the sea. We grew wealthy over time, trading with the many realms of the scattered continents and lived unnoticed. Now, everything has changed. Our little island has become a protected safe haven. Queen Fora's dark magic is no match for the powerful light of the mermaids.
0: Yes, I experienced that firsthand. Queen Lara, Right before I arrived at your shores,
1: one of the mermaids said that there is an animal queen? Of course. There is always a king and queen who rule all animals equally. Uh, I... I... (laughs) Don't worry. You don't have to marry her. You're just a boy. That's not how it works. You are bound together to lead the animals, that is all. If after many years, when you are much older, you choose to marry the animal queen, then that is your choice, if she will have you. Gross. (laughs) Well, your father probably said the same thing at your age, yet he married his queen, your mother. You are a gift of that powerful union. When an animal king and queen marry and have children, those children are pure magic. It doesn't happen often. I'm sure it's why you are prophesied to be so powerful. We walked down a long hallway until we reached a round green door
0: with a golden doorknob. A guard opened the door as we approached.
1: I will leave you to rest now. I know you have been traveling for many hours, all the way from Earth, and have had a very stressful day. Please, get some sleep and I will see you in the morning. Don't worry, you are safe here. Thank you.
0: I am so tired. Good night, Queen Nara. good
1: night, young king.
0: I closed the door and climbed onto the big soft bed. As soon as my head hit the pillow, I was asleep. That's it for episode five of Fauna. In this first season, we're gonna be learning all about the animal king. The second season will focus on the animal queen. If you love what you hear and your little ones are entertained, please take a moment and write a review or give me one of those magical five-star ratings. It helps this story spread. A big thank you to Liz from the SayYes.com blog and her three kids for posting about this podcast. I also want to take a second to thank my Patreon supporters. You guys are the best. I'm going to always post my new episodes there first with the text so you can read along if you want. Find out more at patreon.com forward slash Adam James. Okay, that's it. And I'm off to write the next episode. Bye for now.